0: and this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you, let me know what you think. Take care, bye-bye. Hello there and welcome to this week's podcast from Confidence After Cancer. This week I've got a very special guest, a lovely lady called Terry Stirk, and she is from America. And she has written a wonderful book that I've just read called Thrive After Breast Cancer. And Terry's book is very similar. She's got a lot of themes that are similar to the kind of work I do and the things that I talk about. Her book is called a practical guide, a three-part guide. I'm sorry, to recovery and wellness with actionable strategies, practical coping techniques and renewed strength and confidence and hope and that's what shines through terry's approach to her work she's actually had breast cancer and um, she's had cancer sorry twice and she's learned a lot about treatment she's learned a lot about recovery but not only the medical side of recovery terry talks a lot about you know mind body and soul connection and i really believe in that as well you know when we go through cancer treatment quite often our doctors they want to save our save our lives and that's great but they are very much focused on getting the cancer out of our bodies and once they've done that their job is done but what does that leave us with and terry was like me she went through a journey of having cancer having treatment coming out the other side and then thinking but what next you know i don't want to go back to the ways that i was before i don't want to go back to maybe living in a way that made me sick And she started to investigate and work with how to find your own strength, how to find your own confidence, how to get rid of anxiety, how to stop living in fear. These are all common things to cancer survivors and things that some of us struggle with for so long on our own. But I'm here to tell you, you're not on your own. You know, there are people like me who I'm a cancer coach and so is Terry. And I I really want to share her book. It's a wonderful book. I wish I'd have written it myself. It's got so much positive stuff in it. And she talks as well about the importance of finding your tribe. She talks about the importance of your image, um, your own self image, um, and your beliefs. You know, these are things I've talked about before mind, body, and spirit, talking about living a heartfelt life. And that is something, you know, that I really. Just admire about Terry. She's spreading, you know, her word. What she's learned with so many people. She's got a Facebook group. She's got a YouTube channel, and now she's written this wonderful book. So we're going to meet Terry in a minute, and we're going to meet this lovely soul who's written this book. And I hope you enjoy the interview as much as I did. It was really special. And now we're going to meet Terry. So it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you today, Terry. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank
1: you so much, Gabby. I'm pleased to be here.
0: I'm so pleased to speak to you. I feel like I know you already because I've been watching you online on social media and I've been following the progress of you launching your book as well. Really, really interesting and a lot of similarities with the work that I do as well. You know, unfortunately, there's a, a lot of people out there that need our help. And I'd really like to just start by asking you, how did you get into the work that you're doing now? Is this something that you've always done?
1: Yeah, I am a two-time breast cancer survivor. I had triple negative breast cancer initially diagnosed when I was 40, and then the second time when I was 50. I'm now thriving. Um, I figured out that wallowing in my own misery was not a way to survive cancer. And so, yeah, so I, I got involved with support groups in my town. I helped facilitate two support groups. And I did that for seven years. So it became my passion early on in in my cancer journey to -hmm. help other women. So now I I use my story to serve women online. I started doing that when you know, when our pandemic came and, Mm -hmm. and um, I just Saw the need because so many women were alone in their journey. Yeah. So uh, the other piece is that I've, I didn't fully understand cancer and its impact on our whole body. We are human so we have emotion and we also have our spirit. So mm-hmm. I approach healing from for body mind and spirit because we are a whole person. So now I'm a health and wellness coach. And so I help women who've experienced trauma. Trauma can come in many different ways, whether it's an illness or a family situation Mm -hmm. or a death in the family. Um, Many things happened in our lives to create trauma. And so that's where I'm coming from. That's a bit about me and why I do what I do.
0: Absolutely. I love what you said about, you know, it's not just treating the, the illness. And, you know, in the UK, we're very lucky here. We've got the National Health Service. You know, it's free to us. We don't have to pay for our healthcare, But the doctors are rightly so. They're focused on getting rid of the tumour if you've got breast cancer. And then once they've got rid of their tu- the tumour, their job is done. And so, you know, I'm seeing so many times people, women mostly, but that I work with getting to the end of this roller coaster and almost thrown back into life and say, oh, there you go. You're finished now. And cancer isn't over when the treatment's over, is it? You will see that so much.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that myself, too. Close, I was, rec- yeah. you know, a uh, little story is I was finishing radiation and I was, I just started crying. I couldn't for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, my doctor really didn't know what to do with me. Mm-hmm. He, and he said, he gave me a referral to see cam- cancer coach. Oh, and nice. so I I did meet with her, but it was, It was just interesting in his approach when I started exhibiting that emotion. He really didn't know what to do with me. (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we we call that bedside manner. So some doctors are very technically brilliant. I mean, there may be a brilliant surgeon, there may be a brilliant oncologist, but you're right, they're not equipped to deal with all the emotion that goes with cancer as well. And I, I found that as well. And strangely, at the end of my treatment, Going through the treatment, I think you're just on that, you know, it's the next appointment, it's the next chemotherapy, it's whatever it is, and you keep focused on that. And then when you're almost at the end of the treatment, it's like, well, I should feel amazing now, but I don't. And that's, for me, what hit hard. It was like, oh, my goodness, what's wrong with me? these people have put me back together I should be you know it should be like you see in the adverts or you see in the films where somebody says yeah you're cancer free and everybody everybody's happy and dancing it was not like that for me
1: Mm -mm. and I hear women when they get to the end of their treatment they say I'm just going to put it back behind me and move on Mm -hmm. like well it's not that easy (laughs) at least it wasn't for me
0: not me neither and I think for some people it is maybe and you know mm-hmm. great for them there's no, never any judgment from me but so many people and I did I felt something wrong with me I should feel amazing I should feel triumphant I should feel victorious I've beaten this horrible cancer that I had but I didn't actually I was anxious I was depressed I, f- I couldn't stop crying I was so tearful and, you know, my husband and my friends were like, you know, what's wrong with you now? It's like, you're you, you should, you're okay? You're cancer free? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. I'm really not okay. But it's not mm-hmm. what you said before, your mind, body and spirit. They were devastated. You know, on all levels, I was devastated.
1: Right. It's the the fear factor. Mm-hmm. You know, we're human. <laughs> yeah, of but fear is something I hear a lot mm-hmm. uh, in talking to women who've been through breast cancer. The fear of reoccurrence, the fear of the treatment not working, the fear of so many things. Yeah, and, yeah. But what I have found is that hope, when we have hope and when we set our sights on hope, mm-hmm. you know, with, with gratitude and kindness and helping others, that's where we can find solutions to heal ourselves because we discover a whole new way of thinking. It's a mindset absolutely um, yeah, yeah. I, I talk about this a lot uh,
0: the difference between the mindset of a, a survivor who is living in fear who's scared of everything you know some people i work with are just scared of life they're scared of living they're scared mm-hmm. of the cancer coming back they're scared of going scanxiety is a thing you know scared of going to the hospital oh, yeah. again for scans <laughs> um but really i i worked hard on myself first before i could work with anybody else to turn from a survivor who was scared of life to being a thriver and just enjoying today because you know unfortunately that's all we've we, we know for sure is we've got today you know none of us know how long we're going to be here that's so right. it's a very very different mindset it really is and I, I personally didn't want to live in fear I thought I've been through this horrible journey and you've been through it twice you know mm-hmm. and I didn't want to come out the other end just living in fear because for me that's not living
1: no that's not living and you know cancer can come back Mm. A week, you know, I can't stop that. But I also can't live my life worrying about it. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I just have to live for today. And that's what I, you know, that's what I try to tell women. Yeah. Is that you have today and it's a beautiful thing. It so is. Let's, let's enjoy today. And we can deal with what happens tomorrow when it comes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a a lovely message. I love that. So I really,
0: really enjoyed reading your book. It's just amazing. It's just like full of so many different aspects like I do. People that you work with are all different. We've all got different concerns and people Mm -hmm. think, oh, you know, maybe there's something wrong with me because I, I, I feel like this and I don't know about it. But you seem to have covered so many bases. And I love, you know, part one, I'm looking at your book now, Finding Your Strength and Confidence. Because for me, you know, that's why I, I called my, my little group that I started on Facebook, Confidence After Cancer. My confidence was shattered after my treatment. I just thought everything I knew about life wasn't true anymore. I'd lost mm-hmm. faith in myself. I'd lost faith in my body. So just talk a little bit about part one. So finding your strength and confidence. How can people, you know, after treatment find that strength again when they're absolutely devastated, probably exhausted from the treatment
1: as well? Well, it's, I can talk about my approach, mm-hmm. and which is what I do. That's how I coach. Here's what I did. Let's think about what can work for you, because okay. what worked for me may not be the same mm-hmm. thing that works for you. But as far as body, we've, we've got to find strength again. It, is it walking? Is it uh, maybe it's just walking around the house mm-hmm. <laughs> or walking to the end of this, the block? it doesn't have to be huge. I have always done yoga, even before cancer, I was, I enjoyed yoga. And so that was my way of healing. Mm -hmm. Um, You slow it way down, I spent you spend lots of time on the floor, stretching and moving rather than up on your feet Mm -hmm. in the beginning. So My point is there are lots of things we can do, even when we feel physically weak. Chair yoga is another thing where you're Mm -hmm. sitting comfortably, but you just start moving a little bit. And then the nutrition factor. Mm -hmm. That is different for all of us, too, because we all have different ways of eating. So we have to find a healthy way, you know, that works for us as individuals. Mm -hmm. And we have families. (laughs) you know so there's all of that too and we have to feed ourselves and feed them so that was I found a way to cook better and to be more nutritious so -hmm. that my body could heal but then there's that emotional piece in my mind and I found tools to help with that and there are all kinds of different tools but the thing that worked best for me was a gratitude journal every day writing down three things that Mm -hmm. i'm grateful for that helps to switch that mindset from i'm so scared i'm so worried to i'm grateful for all these blessings in my life instead of worrying about what might happen i can be grateful for what's real that's and, great. Yeah. Great
0: advice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I found that as well myself. I, I, when I was living in fear, I realized after trying really hard, it's like anything when you try it. First of all, it sounds it feels hard. But I, and then I realize I'm when I'm frightened, I'm thinking about the fear and I'm thinking about all these horrible things. But then when I'm grateful, it's a completely different thought. And I can't think the two things at the same time. It's up to me to choose a better thought. I can choose this it's not something that's happening to me I am in control of what my sometimes we're not sometimes you know our thoughts run away with us but quite often we
1: can control those thoughts can't we we can direct them in the right way yes we can and that's in the book my approach was to to provide tools to provide ideas and thoughts Mm -hmm. things that other women can use you can just Look in the book and, okay, I'm going to try this today and see if I like it. But those are the things that helped me. I needed a a concrete way of doing Mm -hmm. something. It's not (laughs) woo-woo, you know, (laughs) like, oh, just think positively. It's a real strategic plan. And that's what the book provides, ideas to be able to create a plan a wellness plan yeah to get strong again and get confident mm-hmm. again mhm Love that. It's very practical. Like you say, it's not woo woo.
0: Yes, some of these things, if you've never thought like that before, you might think that's a bit strange. But you know, I I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if the things that you've been doing before haven't really worked for you or they're not serving you anymore, why not try something different? And your book is just absolutely packed with lots of different ideas that people can try. And I like that the pick and choose thing. You're not saying you must do this. You're saying, here's things that have worked for me. Maybe they'll work Mm -hmm. for you. That's a great, great approach. I love that part two as well. I'm looking, take charge, be the heroine of your life. And I love that that ethos that, you know, nobody's coming to save you. You need to save yourself. So tell us about that. What does that mean to you, be the heroine of your life?
1: Well, I came up with that because I... You know, after my own finishing my own cancer and everyone thinks you're well, mm-hmm. you know, they want you to be good they want you to come back and be the person you were before. Yeah. But I knew I wasn't gonna be the same person mm-hmm. because I had learned so much about how to live life <laughs> that I wanted to I wanted to use those opportunities. This was an opportunity to become a better person and mm-hmm. to do things differently. Yeah. So but I said that I, I needed to be the heroine of my life as you need to be the heroine of your life because mm-hmm. no one is trying to save me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who's going to be there for me. Yeah, um, I had lots of support. I'm not saying that I, you know, I had lots of people watching mm-hmm. out for me and taking care of me. But when it was all over, they were ready to just move forward and have yeah. me be strong again. But I had to take care of myself. And that's what that part of the book is about, is how to be your own heroine, how to, you know, take charge, be your own advocate. Mm -hmm. um, When you're at the doctor, um, asking questions. Um, It's a whole approach to life. Yeah love that absolutely love it and you know
0: so much good advice in here and then going on to part three then we've got um letting go and renewal discover your better normal i like that because people talk about the new normal quite often as being not as good not as good as their old life or they're very restricted or it's things are not the same there's all the things i can't do anymore and this is just talking about um leading a heartfelt life you talk about and the the joy that's in that and the positivity and like you say the hope that there is going forward I love that that you go talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that and what's in that part of your book it's part three isn't it but that to me yes. just leaves such a, a wonderful feeling at the end of the book
1: yeah it's about reclaiming your life under mm-hmm. you know under a new way of thinking I would guess anyone who goes through the cancer experience will have lots of things they've learned about themselves, things they mm-hmm. didn't even know about. Yeah. Um, but it's it's taking those good things and moving forward with them, not leaving mm-hmm. them behind. Maybe you learned it with your cancer journey, um, but now you can use it as a guide for life or a metaphor for life. You realize how strong you are. And so now I can be, I mean, when I talk about strength, it's not just about physical strength. It's about emotional strength as Mm -hmm. well
0: um,
1: and spiritual strength. Mm -hmm. But, But what I'm talking about in part three is you pick out the things that you want in your life and you build a new life with those values whatever those values are for you. Yeah. You know, for me, I knew I needed people.
0: Mm -hmm. And so
1: that was one of my values that I was going to treasure the relationships in my life and take care of other people. So that was a primary value. Yeah. Um, But each of us as individuals need Mm -hmm. to figure out what are our values and, and what are we going to take forward with us? Um, but that whole new normal thing wasn't good enough for me. I needed a better normal. I wanted to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's where I come from with part three is each of us figuring out and defining what, what we want for our future. And we have that power. What is it that I want? And then you build a life and a wellness mm-hmm. plan around all of those things. Yeah. All of those values. Brilliant. Love
0: that, Terry. I love that. And, uh, you know, your book is, like I say, is full of so much good advice, so much practical advice, so many uh, tools in there as well that people can use. So, so, you know, somebody could pick up your book and work through it on their own. But I know you're also a coach and you've taught before, you know, like you like me in the, the pandemic, as awful as it was people became used to working online. And so you do coaching online now with people?
1: Yes, I do. I do. I do uh, a live inside my Facebook group every Monday and also uh, meeting with groups of women online. Some people like groups Mm -hmm. um, because then they can share with each other. And also finding women that are, you know, at nearly the same place in life is helpful. Yeah, there can be a real sense,
0: sorry, a real sense of community amongst um, cancer survivors. And I have found that some groups uh, were not for me because they were very focused on the negative. But when you get a positive group that uplifts and encourages and supports each other, that is a wonderful feeling as well. And it's great, like you say, other people around you, as much as your family and your friends love you, they don't really understand what you've been through but that group is through is full of people who do understand who who have been through a similar journey to you so everyone's different and everyone's got a slightly different journey but that sense of community must be
1: wonderful for the people in your group yeah that sense of community is powerful because and you know we we can drive our own energy off other people's energy. And when we're mm-hmm. having a bad day or we're just feeling weak, then you can find strength in other people. Uh-huh. And and that helps you feel stronger. And I know that's true for me. Even mm-hmm. now when I'm healthy and um doing great, I still have bad days. We all do. That's just life. Yeah. And so But I can get online and do some lives in my group and all of a sudden I feel better because I'm helping someone else and I'm not so focused on me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that's true for women going through breast cancer too. They're so focused on survival and getting through the day. Mm -hmm. But if they just turn their eyes a little bit to someone else, all of a sudden they understand themselves better. Yeah. So uh, that that was my approach. And I feel like it empowered me mm-hmm. to help myself while I help other people. Do you know when I wrote that book, I was healing right along with it. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. You know, yeah, you know, that is wonderful. Yeah. There's days I just had to put it away. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do this today. Mm-hmm. Um, because recalling all those memories can be hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, Um, I've heard that before, other breast cancer
0: survivors that I know that have started a book or tried to share things. Sometimes it's quite painful to go back to those places, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. It Mm. is difficult. But once I did it, I realized I need to go there. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's where the healing is. It's the tough part. Yeah. And once I started recalling and telling the stories, then I started to heal. Um, instead of just letting it lay there, letting all yeah. those old things lay there and, and not be addressed. It, it is important to go mm-hmm. through the pain in order to get to the light. But if you yeah. just ignore the pain and pretend it didn't happen, uh-huh. it will come back eventually. Oh, unhealed wow. pain, at least it, that was true with me, unhealed mm-hmm. pain always comes back. But if we heal it, then we can just carry it with us as lessons learned. Love that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that.
0: And healing, like like you said before, it happens on so many levels. It's just not get rid of the tumor. It's everything that's in your body. It's in your spirit. It's in your approach to life, you know, in your soul and your outlook on life. And like you said about having hope. And that's what you know. I I took away from this book reading this. It is real story of hope, of empowerment, of how empowering it is to be able to take charge of your health, take charge mm-hmm. of your mental well being, and and take charge of the direction that you want your life to go in. Because when you get that cancer diagnosis, for a little while, I was very much out of control. You're controlled yeah. by everybody else. You're controlled by your treatment. But when you come mm-hmm. out of that, how wonderful and beautiful it is to be able to take that sense of control back and think now this is my time now to create the life that I want and learn the lessons that I needed to learn and move yeah. forward. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Terry. It is wonderful to speak to you today. Is there anything else that you want to say or are we done? I think we've covered a lot. Um, we have, really have. talked Longer than I thought, but I could really talk to you all day. You know, our paths are very similar. And yeah. the way you talk about how you help other people helps you, I find that as well. That's why mm-hmm. I do the work that I do. So it's great to talk to you, Terry. I'm going to leave links to all your socials so people can get in touch with you below this Thank podcast you. or around this podcast, wherever you see it. Um, and also your book is freely available now, isn't it, on Amazon? Yeah.
1: Yes, it is on Amazon, and I also have another book coming out next year.
0: Oh wow! Tell us about. Oh, I thought we'd finish. Tell us about you a little bit about
1: your book. What's it about? It will be a sister book to um, the current one, and the reason I say that is it'll focus on emotional healing and nurturing our emotional well-being for women. So it's not just about cancer. once we've healed, it's about everything in life. Yeah. And how do we address that and make sure that we stay on a good emotional health? That's what it's about. So
0: Beautiful.
1: Yeah, I love that. I can't wait to read that book as well. That sounds
0: wonderful. Good luck, Terry, with everything that you're doing. And it's Thank so you. lovely to speak to you across the pond and, yes. and stay well. Okay. Thank you so much, my love. Thank Bye you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast recording as much as I enjoyed speaking to Terry. It was wonderful for me to meet such a like-minded soul. And Terry's book and the way that she talks is so similar to a lot of the themes that I talk about, about the mind, body and spirit connection, about the fact that we all need to live in hope. I love the fact she talks as well about the fact you cannot live in fear and be grateful at the same time. And that is a wonderful, very quick tip that you can take away from this podcast. A gratitude journal she talks about then. There's all sorts of things that you can do. You can get apps on your phone now. You can get a lovely, little notebook that you can write in at at night or first thing in the morning. But writing down and focusing on the things in your life that you are grateful for is a wonderful way to take your mind away from any fear and anxiety that you've got. And it's a tip that's worked for me. And I know Terry advocates for that as well. As I said, I will put the links to Terry's socials all around this. She is a cancer coach. If you resonate with Terry and you want to work with her, please get in touch with her. But I'm here for you as well. You know that there's no judgment. We're not here to say right and wrong. We're here to say we've been down this path. And if you're feeling that you've finished cancer treatment and you're feeling a bit, there's something not quite right with you because you should be feeling amazing. And you don't, you're not alone, my love. You can read Terry's book. You can watch Videos, you can listen to podcasts, or if you want to, if you want some better support than that, if you want some closer support, you want somebody who's going to hold your hand. We're here for you. Just reach out and ask for help. If you're ready to change, get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. I'm sure Terry would as well. Thank you for listening. Take care, my lovely. Stay safe. Stay sane.
1: Bye bye.